0: This is a presentation of DonForge Productions.
1: You're listening to All Things Azeroth, Episode 657, World First Reforged. Today's sponsor is Audible. Get a free audiobook download at bit.ly slash atabooks2019. That's bit.ly slash atabooks2019. Over 200,000 titles to choose from for your iPod or MP3 player. We're also sponsored by Funko, maker of the world's broadest selection of vinyl figures from Pops to Dorbs, Rides to Mugs, and so much more. Check them out at bit.ly slash Coming to you from the exotic land known as Canada, eh? You're listening to another episode of All Things Azeroth. Now we present your awesome hosts, the always stalwart and honorable Maidros, the commander of the fell and master of demons, Van Death, the non-vegan meat shield, My warrior brother, Toasty, and the High Priestess of the Everlight, Allie. She ain't from Canada, but it'll work. It's the internet.
2: Just go with it. They are bringing you your news from the World of Warcraft. This is All Things Azeroth. Hi, this
1: is Infernal Bill from TavernCast, and you're listening to All Things Azeroth with Medros, Toasty, and Allie, three great podcast hosts who are great and we'll lend you money if you ask them nicely. And welcome back to All Things Azirath, your World of Warcraft podcast. I'm your host Medros, and with me I have Ally. Hey, Ally.
3: I still love that intro. I mean, how I am just so happy right now because first we had the Frisley intro, and then we had Infernal Bill, and it's just you know it's a good way to start the show.
1: And then you heard Feeling my good. voice, and it just went downhill from there.
3: Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I kid, I kid.
1: You know, I actually don't know that I actually told either of you guys, but I actually didn't include the other two in the original episode. I edited that out and just left a, you have to listen to the rest of the episodes to hear the others.
3: Oh, I like it. Good.
1: So our listeners are only, at least the ones who are here live, are only hearing that one and the one last time for the first time on those episodes, so. Now you guys know the awesome we heard.
3: So good. It makes me so happy. Anyways. <laughs> hey Toasty, what's up?
0: <laughs> um I would just like to point out that Medros said at approximately twenty thirty-one central time that he had tweeted out that we were live. It is currently twenty thirty-five and I see no such tweet.
1: Well that is because Medros is an idiot or his tweet deck screwed up because he did not apparently tweet as Alten Sazeroth, uh, but yeah, as himself. So he's now tweeted as Alten Sazeroth. <laughs> but I swear I did cha- change it over. So it's not my He didn't
3: actually lie. Just, you know, a little... missed the mark a little bit, you
1: know? <laughs> I'm actually like making sure it actually went through as the right account this time.
0: No, yeah, I see it.
3: I see right. it. I see it. <laughs>
0: Although this does not happen in 2034 and I didn't have it didn't happen at the 23rd. TweetDeck, you're lying to me? This is unacceptable.
3: All I hear is you guys making excuses and blaming TweetDeck. I don't know, man.
0: Hey, hey, we can
3: talk about hey, blame hey. if you want.
1: We can talk about blame if you want. Do we, we want to talk about
0: blame? Question of the week? I think we all took
1: blame on hey. that.
3: Yep. Ooh, hey, yep. I, I did the initial fail and I was taking credit, but to be fair, neither of you mentioned it either. So
0: yeah, I've, I I, I our
3: loyal listener Friesley, he pointed it out. Thank you, Friesley.
0: I noted it on a, on a post that is currently attached to my work computer and then promptly forgot to talk about it afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> all right, then. Like
3: it got out before the show, yep. we have answers because we have awesome listeners.
0: Yeah, yes, we do indeed. <laughs> <laughs> so,
1: uh, Allie, how was your week in Wild WoW this week?
3: Pretty fantastic, yeah, yeah. I got my neck to 60, which is awesome. And when you do that, there is this really cool quest scenario you go on, and I won't ruin it because it's kind of spoilery kind of not but involves a couple members of the dragon flights and i really enjoyed it and i was sad when it was over and i wanted it to keep going because it was pretty epic i raided but unfortunately right now we're kind of missing some of our raiders and so we aren't really progressing right now and i don't know when we're going to so i may have to go do some pugging but I will eventually get my normal Ashara kill. Eventually, I'm with two ray groups, and one of them hasn't beaten it, and the other one beat it without me. So that's rough. But I'll get it. Yeah. You know, I hear there's this is a group
0: that that can that cleared that has cleared it. Who yeah, wouldn't want to you?
3: That group like would have to take me in like late because they start their run while I'm still closing at work.
0: It's fine. People show up late. <laughs> People show up late to that run to that to that raid.
3: Yeah, fair enough.
0: We'll talk. It's a, it's a raid run by Seraphis. How? How? <laughs> like, yeah,
3: true. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways,
0: like he he is he he is habitually late to that raid. Like only by a few minutes usually, but still he is habitually late. To the point where it was pointed out that he was there early one time.
3: Oh wow he he has been busy with come for the storm stuff oh yeah uh, i know like i'm i'm one of the backers for the kickstarter and i got all my swag which was awesome so i have so many great things now lots of pins and shirts and stuff so that was wow related but not but awesome also uh the last thing i don't know if you want me to wait and talk about it in a minute, Medros? Because you actually have it on the notes a little bit lower there. I, I do. Oh, do. You do, yeah, wait until the... then.
1: Oh, the, the, this part here?
3: No, no. Um, this I'm... part here um, that I semi-highlighted. Oh, <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, we can talk about it then. It's fine. Uh, tell us, okay. how, how was your week?
0: Uh, my week was fast. Not playing retail at all, which which was unexpected. Like if oh, you told,
3: yeah, I didn't talk about that either. But you go right on the head.
0: Yeah, like if you asked me what I would be doing the week of classic lunch, like a month ago, I don't think I would have thought I'd be telling you I I spent the entire week ignoring retail and just playing classic. Wow, That's exactly what I
3: did. <laughs> I mean, I was just proud of myself for playing as this weekend too, because I totally forgot to mention that. But I'm guessing you got further than me. How far did you get?
0: Uh not not very far, honestly. Um so, uh, first of all, um the reason I didn't play uh, retail is because our raid was cancelled this past week. Because Sarah, as you had mentioned, was doing a bunch of Control for the Storm stuff. So he was not able to play. So that's one tank gone and our other tank. Um like uh, reviews video games, and, and and guess what? Pretty high profile video game launched this week.
3: Classic.
0: Yep. So guess what? <laughs> she was doing. She was playing yeah. a bunch of classics, which means we were short two tanks. Like we have back, we have a backup tank, but 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 obviously you need to, you need at least two. Um, well, you can tank. No, I've been over this with my raid team. <laughs> I, I lack the fundamental resources to be able to tank efficiently. Like two two of those being an appropriate weapon and a shield. Those are pretty critical. Yeah, yeah.
3: So, what level I, did you get to? You have you have not said levels yet.
0: Uh, I believe I got. I was just short of level ten when I stopped playing this afternoon. Like I'm taking it pretty slow, and I'm only playing for couple hours at a time.
3: Are you just playing the one character?
0: Yeah. Okay. So I'm sure. playing my night of the warrior Toast A. Because Toast E is go it was taken. Um and I got up to Dolinar. And I'm okay. just um I'm just making my way into Darnassus um I think I think my next quests are taking to to Darnassus proper so I am having I'm actually really enjoying all the time I've been spending in there. I mean um like uh I don't know I guess one of the one of the things I'm having fun with especially is the like I have to think about my questing.
3: Right? Yeah Yeah.
0: And um Well while, while some people uh, might find that find while some people might find Questing in classic a bit tedious because you do have to be you, know, you have to, you have to be pretty cautious. Um, you got to pay attention to a lot of stuff like your health, and, and like with like lower level combat it's not engaging like at all. I have four abilities that I can use. I have charge, thunderclap, rend, and heroic strike. Right, but outside of all that. Like it's just a lot of auto attack.
3: You would be happy toasty because, well, originally I was gonna start with my rogue, and I went and played with a friend on Friday, and I was like, okay, you know what, what else? Because he he's already off playing and stuff, and so I asked him, what else do you have? Who do you want to level? And I'll start a character of that you know race, and we'll just go from there. And, And I had to start a human. I'm not a fan of the humans, but okay. And uh I already had a rogue and a hunter and a paladin saved. I was like, "Why not?" And I made a warrior.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah, buddy.
3: <laughs> I got her to I think we hit level 7. Okay. Before we logged and I was able to get her on in the guild on Pagel and I hopped on my rogue Aleandris my dwarf rogue my namesake it was so good to play her a bit and got her I think only to level four before I quit with that for the night but that was fun and this week I'm also probably going to start an undead warlock cuz oh, I want to wow. see I want to see the undead you know starting zone and like the original one I started one in Burning Crusade once and then never really played it so mm-hmm. i'm gonna go through that plus warlock because i want to see the mount quest
0: that was a, that's that's gonna be a bit of a that's gonna be a bit of a thing just leveling it up because all because all like all the shards so many shards
3: True, but...
0: With,
3: <laughs> yeah that's true i mean that's that's definitely gonna hurt but i'll have the experience and i'm not i mean i'm not sure how you're feeling about tested but like i'm not gonna like Rush through it because oh no, the it's not like you know there's a finite amount of content, and for you know Blizzard games like wow is still my main Blizzard game like retail is BFA is but I'm gonna I'm gonna dabble and I'm gonna have some fun but I'm kind of plotting out what experiences I want to have when I do if you know what I mean
0: and I think that I think that's a proper way to approach classic like to approach classic. The way you one would approach retail, I think is—I don't want to say it's not the proper way to do it. I, don't, I just because you know at the end of the day, everybody can, will play to their preference. It's not the way that I want to experience it.
3: But hey, I, I mean, I don't. do all the more power to them.
0: Oh, exactly. Like I don't want to go into re, i don't want to go into classic rushing into everything. It's very much. It's very much a process that I'm just going to take my time with and kind of just stop and smell the flowers kind of thing. Which is funny because my my warrior is an herbalist.
3: (laughs) Toasties out there picking flowers. Yeah. They're pretty, pretty flowers. When
0: I find them and when they doesn't fail.
3: Yeah, yeah, that's (sighs) true. Or someone gets to it before you.
0: Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I'm, I'm actually like having to pay attention to which mob I'm killing because uh-huh. like some of them... like It looks like the thing I'm supposed to be killing. Oh, look, it's a, it's a spider. I should be killing that. Oh, wait, no, it's the wrong kind of spider.
3: It's like the cobalt.no <laughs> when, you know, are you killing the vermin or are you killing the workers?
0: <laughs> yeah, no kidding. But yeah, like, like all my wild time has been in Classic. I've not even out of the night elf starting zone and you know it, it's been fun for the couple hours a day that i've been playing it like i haven't been doing anything too too crazy one of my friends is definitely putting in a lot more time than i am oh i can't believe how much time he's put in i think he's says so he's, he's getting home at four like making dinner and then playing until he goes to bed at 10 30 or 11 or whatever Like he's putting a lot of time in which I'm not gonna I'm not gonna call him out on because he gave me free bags,
3: and if he's having fun, then awesome.
0: Yeah, I mean what it's what his first. For? It's his like he yeah he stopped playing like, I think he said halfway through Legion. So um, he hasn't he hasn't touched WoW in a bit. He's having a lot of fun with with this right now. He's 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 one of he's definitely one of the people who decided to come back for classic.
3: Awesome.
0: Yeah. Um that, that that was that was my week. Uh Medros, how was your week and well?
1: Uh, my week was good. Um Kinda tried to focus a little bit on on finishing a few goals. Uh and spend a lot of time trying to farm up resources on a variety of characters that were getting really low. Uh one of my characters was down to like forty resources, so that was yeah. That was, that was not good so yeah I'd spend a lot of time doing world quests uh, basically focused each day on one character to take around do world quests to get um, some more uh, some more resources so that I could actually like continue to, to use my mission board and uh, did take my uh, my lowest geared tune out to do stuff in Darkshore to get him some more resources as well and did uh, Ivis while he was out there? He got a couple upgrades, so that was nice. But that basically cost him seven thousand gold because he had to replenish his supply of uh, the only two, or the only um, two uh, things he had—the bonus roll tokens he had. Because uh, he also uh, did the bonus, yeah. the yeah, the, yeah. the bonus, the world boss was up. Was also the one that required. It also gave resources, but it, it basically. Um, I accidentally hit bonus roll on that, even knowing that I wouldn't get anything good off of it. So, I was kind of upset about that when I realized what I did. But, it might, you know, gold's there to be used. Uh, not to be hoarded, apparently. I heard crazy talk, I know, but... (laughs) Um, but yeah, um, had a good week. I, I was really happy with how my week went. Uh... So let's let's move on to uh, to our next uh, section of the show, Pathfinder Watch. So, Toasty, you have had your Pathfinder achievement for two weeks now.
0: Yeah, I've re- i watched it. It happened. That's all I care about. All right. Next, Allie. Oh wait, you, yeah, you. Got it.
3: I got it done. And was... when
1: when did you achieve Pathfinder?
3: sunday morning
0: okay okay well let's see when medros is being all cryptic in Discord.
3: he started being cryptic early and i at the time because i went and looked when he's being cryptic and i knew exactly what he was talking about um and yeah um i knew (laughs) let's see 31st that was
1: i suspect so so were you watching my progress Oh yeah. The second, you being cryptic,
3: the second you started being cryptic in Discord, I knew exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> and I would go look on you know at your character on you know World of Warcraft.com and see what your progress was. And to be fair, I would have potentially been closer to you, except my internet decided to blankety blank bad words go out pretty much all day Saturday.
1: I had it Saturday morning.
3: Yeah. Oh, man, that was close. Yeah, I had it Sunday morning, and I would have had it Saturday if it weren't for my internet going out. Oh. Was so uh, I was actually so a mad. full
1: day ahead of you every... Uh, the Since last episode, I was a full day ahead of you every day.
3: Keep in mind, there was a couple days where I didn't get to go to the MechCon because I was working on my show.
1: I totally get that, and I may or may not have taken advantage of that, so...
3: Hey, I gotta do what I gotta do, man.
1: I understand. Um, We both got it done. Yeah, congratulations on 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 flying. Um, I, for one, have really enjoyed flying this week uh, since I got it, and uh, uh, it has actually made me play more. Oh yeah. Yeah.
3: Are you are are you just are you enjoying it more now?
1: Yes. Um, Cool. I thoroughly dislike. Being constantly knocked off my mount and um, racing for stuff to try and get, you know, to a, a rare mob or to an, a resource node, uh, only to get attacked, dazed, and not get to the where I'm going in time. So um, much happier now
0: that I have flying. The, then yeah, there's, the... there's me who forgets he can fly half the time and and continues to run on the ground. <laughs>
3: I did catch myself running a couple times uh, Sunday afternoon when I when I was on, but not having flying when it first came out didn't bother me too much, because well I'm I'm really excited to you know as I've said before ride my hopper my frog mount around Nazjatar and ride my chopper around Megagon because it's just awesome, but
1: you you mean your it, your frog can't fly in in Nazjatar? What, what crazy talk?
3: I wish it could. That'd be amazing. It'd be the only mount I would ever ride. (laughs) (laughs) But I did start getting a little frustrated. You know, as time wore on, more people got flying. And you're right. It became more of an issue to get to in time because both these zones go so much easier when you have flying, especially because they both have more trash densely packed together. And... I had issues getting to ma- to rares on time, even well, though like I... I try really hard because more and more people got flying. Granted, it's my own doing because I've been busy doing podcasting and stuff outside the game. But I'm just definitely happier now that I'm flying. I definitely feel that, Medros. Yeah.
0: yeah, I mean, I, I I'm one, I, I think I'm one of I'm one of those people who never who doesn't have an issue with um the way they are treating flying now. I think it's a good compromise. Um, co- compared to what they've done in the past, where you know you just buy a license and then that's it. Um, there's a set of things that you need to do. You need to go through all the story achievements and all the export like the, the appropriate story and exploration achievements for that new zone, and eventually, you, and eventually you get flying. Uh, um, I, I, otherwise, like you got a whole bunch of mounts that you that just Never see use like um during cataclysm we got we were able to get the cataclysm flying right away, right as soon as cataclysm mm-hmm. launched, you were able to fly around. I didn't see any of my ground mounts for an entire expansion
3: plus there's when that happens there are especially in Najatar, I am a sucker for that zone because it is a gorgeous zone, and there's a lot of beauty in there that you miss if you are flying around. Yeah.
1: So, uh, my mount has not changed from the days before I got flying to now. I still use the same mount. So, I mean, there's no difference in what mount I'm using, at least for me, though I understand that that is likely just to me thing.
3: It's like, it's like you enjoy being a paladin or something, man.
1: It is the golden charger.
0: (laughs) I know. (laughs) Yeah, like for me, (laughs) I, um, I, I, when they introduced that summon random favorite mount button, mm-hmm. yeah,
3: that,
0: that yeah. was that was my favorite thing.
3: Yeah.
0: Because, I mean, I have so many favorite mounts. Like, I have at least one of each of the racial mounts. I just picked the color that I like the most. um, And a couple of different other drops and everything. Like, I have a lot of favorite mounts. Like, one could argue I have too many favorite mounts.
3: Nah, I don't think you can have that.
0: I think it. I, I would not be shocked if it made up at least 50% of, of my total mount list.
3: <laughs> like, I'll get some mounts that even though it's supposed to be RNG, I swear I just keep getting them. And then I get a little tired of them, so I'll take them off for a little bit. But then usually a couple months later, I'll be like, oh, I missed that mount. And I'll put it back on.
0: for me for me when before i got flying it was the void talent mode yeah yeah that's cool i yeah i would i I felt like i was always getting that but but now i'm like now i i i submit to rng about 95 percent of the time but the mounts that i sometimes it's just a mount that i feel like riding on i've got i think five or six on my action bar
3: (laughs) yeah i have a couple um that are a little more special or have more significance to them or whatever it may be and so I actually use this uh, add-on called mount up and it puts your like favorite mounts all in a square on your screen so you don't have to have them on your bars like that and you can make them you know big squares or small squares and stuff and I think it's a finite amount that you can have on there but it's like 25 or so and I could just you know go click on it that way
0: that's that's very tempting
3: it's pretty awesome.
0: I'm gonna to have to look at that. Uh, but at the same time, I think I'm pretty good with like the mounts that I have on there. Like, like the, these are the ones that I just love using. Like, uh, there's a weird the Krolusk. Um, oh yeah, that's, okay. that's one of my favorite ones. Um, the uh, the the dragon mount you got for your warrior, um. Class mount Yeah, that
3: one does look pretty cool.
0: Uh, especially with all the skulls and this and the weapons. It's so good. Uh I have a turtle mount, obviously. That I like using. I, I wanna get that. Wait, uh, you like turtles? Yeah, who who have thunk? I have the I have the one turtle mount, I also have I and and um one of those action bars. Slots is taken up by a uh, battle pet. Guess which battle pet it is?
3: is it's the baby Tortolan. Yes, it is. He's pretty cute.
0: That I have named Dovax after my tort- after my Turtle Bard in d and
3: Aww, I like it.
0: I just wish that he could have a drum too. <laughs> a drum and a black sword. That's what Dovax had. Alas, that the not quite working out. But yeah. Wait, man, this is way off topic. What were we talking about? Pathfinder?
3: Medusans are flying now! Yay! Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, I love flying. It's
1: good, good times. Hey, so, I, yeah,
0: yeah. I, I like flying too. There are some good-looking flying mounds and I would miss them if uh, I had no use for them. Because some of those things just look awkward running around on the ground.
1: Yeah, like I, I, I believe I have doubled the amount of ore I had on my main. Since I got flying, um, just because I don't have a concern right. now about just oh, there's there's a there's a node I could just pop over there and grab it and then fly off instead of oh well okay there's like 15 miles between now there here and there and I don't really like, feel like fighting them and I don't really see a path around them so I'm just gonna go around go do something else.
0: No, I just go I just run through them. Run through the pop Recklessness, pop everything, Bladestorm will win. It's fantastic.
1: Alright then. But yes, we can now fully complete Pathfinder Watch. Uh, and uh, sorry, Ali, you were last. Sorry.
0: Madros, as far as segments go, I feel like we should have introduced this one a little bit earlier. <laughs> Probably. Probably. <laughs>
1: I agree. I did not realize the the last little bit was going to be as quick as it was.
0: (laughs) It's like Pathfinder Watch. Hey, guys, fantastic new segment, and we're done.
1: (laughs) It it lasted two episodes. That That is longer than some segments on the show have lasted.
0: We had a Pathfinder Watch last episode. Did we have one last
3: episode?
1: It, Not an official. It, it, one. it was like just, you it, had it, we didn't, and that was the, that was the update.
3: It was yeah, it was kind of brought <laughs> up. I may have thrown some shade. It's it's fine. We're okay, really may, may or, have.
1: Right? I mean, I know that the episode's fairly recent for me as having just edit, finished editing it yesterday. Um, but there was a fair bit of shade and and basically trashing that how horrible it would be if I got Pathfinder before you, Ali. What and I didn't we... have internet
0: all day Saturdays, so. Are you telling me that we threw a lot of Shaded at What?
1: I know it's shocking. <laughs> I, I I can't believe that would happen on this uh, on this podcast. It's it's crazy. It's almost like this is all things Azeroth or something.
0: Uh, I don't I don't. I, where would that have come from? I don't understand.
3: You know, I just needed to follow in the long line of traditions of former co-hosts. Who've been through the show. And you know, keep the time honored tradition of you, shade. You,
1: you know, there, there's a certain <laughs> word in that title that you mentioned that I, I think is very key. Shade? No. Former. <laughs> Anyways, let's move along now before we get into areas we shouldn't go into, and talk about our next sponsor, uh, our first sponsor actually. Um, so our first sponsor is of course Funko. If you haven't heard of them by name, you've definitely seen their products. They make collectible vinyl figures from a bunch of Blizzard universes, from Warcraft, to Overwatch, Heroes of Diablo, and even more from outside the Blizzard verse, like Firefly, Star Trek, and Star Wars. I like to highlight a Funko Pop each week, and this this week's Funko is one that I, I really like the story behind it. So this is an exclusive, so it won't be actually found on their site, but it's it's a really neat Funko Pop. Um, it is a flocked purple Scooby Doo. Now the story behind this is that since September is Feeding America's Hunger Action Month, um, it proceeds from every one of these that is sold will be donated to to buy 10 meals for the Feeding America with every, uh, charity with every purchase. So if you go to boxlunch.com or into one of the Box Lunch stores in the U.S., on September 2nd, this is that's when this is released, you can buy one of these, and this will help support what I think is a really important charity in the U.S. Um, and I think it's a really cute Funko Pop, and I, I know somebody who would absolutely love to have this if I lived in the U.S., or was willing to spend money to have it shipped here, but it I'm not, because it's, like, massively expensive to ship from there. But this is a... I, I, I like... I like... creations that are used for a, a purpose other than to make somebody money. And while it will make the money, it will also help a good charity, so... It's good, 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 good cause there, I think. So... If you want to check out any of the other Funko Ops they have, absolutely check it out. Go to bit.ly slash Funko ATA. You can check out the online shop, and use shop10 to save 10% on your entire purchase. That's bit.ly slash Funko ATA, and use shop10 to save 10%. I want to thank Funko for their
0: support of the show.
1: All right, Twits time.
0: All right, so, well, this past week, I spent a lot of time, and I mean a lot of time, streaming classic leveling because a i wanted to fit in with the cool kids who were all doing that and b that was just all the to- all time that i was spending so i played a lot of my classic on stream and then i broke it up today with a couple hours of overwatch uh this week we're gonna get back into the normal schedule we're gonna be raiding hopefully uh, um, in eternal palace and hopefully making progress on heroic and getting over that 0% hump. Outside of that, I've got a bunch of other small things planned in terms of what I'm going to be tackling. I'm thinking about taking a break from Super Blood Hockey and looking at some point-and-click games that are very much the gateway of my ga- PC gaming childhood. So I'm looking at games like King's Quest or Monkey Island or something oh, like
3: that. Oh, fun!
0: That. And yeah, that's what everybody can expect this coming week for me in terms of streaming. You know it's
1: really interesting i'm actually seeing a significant number of people playing wow classic in our current in the people who are online on our discord channel and all of them are alliance there's all of the horde are playing retail wow which is really he- hilarious though i do notice one person playing world of warcraft classic is ally i'm
3: not actually playing it it's just a queue Oh, <laughs> it's one of those
0: things. Queuing up after, after the, the show. show,
3: after after <laughs> gotcha. the show, I'm gonna make that for undead forsaken warlock after the show. But so,
1: so you're leaving open the entire I'm day legal. just to st- just, you're the entire show just
3: to get through the queue. Not the entire show, but it'll be fine.
0: All right. So I I noticed something funny earlier today. Like I've got some Overwatch podcasters on my net list and i've never seen them spend so much time in a game that's not that's not overwatch like a, like all of them are playing wow classic right now and i found that hilarious especially earlier when i was streaming because me and is playing overwatch and we're very much wow well, well Surface not so much anymore but definitely initially he was just a wow podcaster right so here we were streaming overwatch and all the Overwatch people on my list were playing wild WoW Classic. I found switcheroo. that. the very funny. <laughs> yeah, Switcheroo was great.
1: Awesome. All right, well, time for a tweet. <laughs> <Twi-op>.
3: A <laughs> Yeah. That's uh, fun. Ah, uh, so this past Saturday, when my internet finally decided to come up. I was able to get out my episode 60 which is really awesome because that's a big number for me and yeah that it still blows my mind that it was episode 60 and that's I've been doing this for a while but it was Eye of Eternity you also talked about Malagos and all that fun stuff and there's a lot of voice lines in that one boss raid which means I had a lot of fun. It was a lot of work editing, but it's a lot of fun.
1: Cool. All right. So since this is blue, I assume this is mine to read this week, this month. Uh, so this week, this this month in WoW, uh, we have Trial of Style, August 31st, to September 4th. We have PvP Brawl Gravity Lapse, September 3rd to 9th. Also September 3rd to 9th, we have Miss Time Walking. We have the Harvest Festival from September 10th to December, December 17th. Or sorry, September 17th. <laughs> the really long Festival. <laughs> um, arena Skirmish Event, September 10th to the 16th. PvP Brawl Warsong Scramble from the 17th to the 23rd. Um, we have the World Quest bonus event from September seventeenth to twenty third, and don't forget to pick up the quest there, Toasty. Uh, Pirates Day is September nineteenth. I'm sure I'm sure somebody here might be. itching to spend some time on that. And so excited! Brew is September nineteenth to October sixth, so you can be also drunk so as excited. a pirate. Drunk as a pirate. It's just a perfect thing for you, there, Allie.
3: Possibly in real life. And in game, it'll be fantastic.
1: I assumed as much. Yes, uh, and then Warlords Time Walking <laughs> is September twenty fourth to thirtieth. Um... You know,
0: when when I was assigning everything, I like I felt like I might, like I felt I, I couldn't think of a reason why I wouldn't give you this this section, and I couldn't think of a reason why I shouldn't. And then we came across the world questing. Like, oh yes, that's right. <laughs> That's why I shouldn't have given it to him.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: I deserved that. <laughs>
1: you did, you did.
0: Walk well, um, right into it. You
3: yep. You kind of did, buddy, sorry.
1: <laughs> just, like, open the door and just walk right
0: through. I've only done that once. Where I've walked <laughs> into a door.
1: <laughs> Alright, um, on to the news, though. So we have the world first in Classic WoW. World first, world first level 60. Um, it is the player Jokered from Mograine, and uh, they are a mage. So that took four days, five days?
0: Um, it was posted three days ago, so that would have been Friday. Oh, yeah, four four, or five days.
1: Yeah, uh, what do you guys think of this? Um, I, I have lots of interesting things and thoughts on this.
0: Um, I I feel like that would have been very boring, because I, like, the, the, not, sorry, like, getting the first, getting the world first 16 classic WoW, some people, yeah, that would have been fantastic, that's great, It's exciting, I, I read about how he did it, and what his strategy was, and oh my god, that sounds awful, it's just a lot of AoE farming, and oh my god, like, i don't like frost mage play style to begin with but and uh, but but that's what he was he went for frost so yeah i i know
1: <laughs> what would you Allie? what are your thoughts on this
3: i'm happy for him uh you know if that's something he wanted to do and he set out to do it and he did it and uh, according to Wowhead, he had over 300,000 Twitch viewers who also probably liked it, <laughs> so I'm really happy for them. It did not take as much time as I was expecting, that part of it surprised me, that's for sure. I assume it would I mean, take about
1: two weeks. That was my thinking originally.
3: I mean, he played
0: it was 79 hours total. So it wasn't an insignificant amount of time that he played. It was just that no, you know, it happened all. to be all across that couple of days.
3: I I expect it to be more like closer to 100. You know, like that. That's definitely not a small amount of time, but it still was less than I was expecting.
1: So I, I guess my first thoughts uh, probably come from something I saw retweeted from this person. And it's basically that they use their accomplishment here to try not Blizzard for a ticket to BlizzCon.
0: Well, yeah, shoot your shot, right?
1: Um, I am not in favor of that. Let's put let, let's put it, it very simply that mean, way. I like, I just don't think that I have never used this show to ask for something like that. Like I, I I I never asked for a ticket to BlizzCon. It was offered to me. Um I've not asked for anything for myself um from Blizzard and I just feel like using something like this for that purpose. It's like okay, so you only did this to try and make a name for yourself? And
0: I mean yeah why, why like the, like the people who are doing this stuff aren't doing it because they enjoy doing it they're doing it to try to be that person to be the first person they can make that name for themselves right
1: you see and and that's I guess where my issue comes is, is i I want people to be doing this because they want the accomplishment not because they want the fame um I don't want fame whores doing this stuff like it it just no um just not not what I feel is is a good and positive thing for the community, but that that is just my opinion. And I know there's lots of people who are totally good with this and have no problem with this. Um, and I would be honestly upset if Blizzard did give it, give this person what they're wanting, um, because all they did was grind, and that is basically rewarding somebody for ignoring all the work you put in because Blizzard put a lot of time and energy and work into designing quests and making all the art and all this other stuff and all this person did was grind the entire time again that is just my opinion I've never been in favor of World First and and I think Blizzard would agree with that in that they took away World First achievements for I feel a very good reason but, I mean
0: they took the they, they took away the world first achievements and added in the Hall of Fame, which is essentially the same thing. But albeit for a limited for a for a very limited portion of the game as opposed to World First or real First level cap or For one person. Whatever. It's it's and instead now it's just now it just only applies to rating and it's up for everybody to see.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. Again, just my opinion. I, I do understand that I am different than a lot of players when it comes to this. Um, I'm not a huge. Fa- fi- fi- I'm not hugely in favor of this type of of gameplay, but that is just me. So.
0: Yeah, to I mean, I, I I understand that <laughs> they did. All, they they've they've done. They like they, they, they pretty much ignored a lot of the content. When when you would put it like that, they just did a lot of grinding, but at the same time, a bunch of content every day gets ignored by different players, right? I mean, I don't PvP, and there's a lot of good work went into PvP battlegrounds and arenas and balance and stuff like that. That doesn't make my playstyle any less valid. You don't raid or do dungeons all that much, and we all know how much work goes into that, and that doesn't make your style of play any less valid either. That's true. This, just, this just happens to be what this person wanted to chase. And wanted to make the name for themselves. Because at the end of the day, when when you're when you're going for stuff like this, you're not doing it because you like doing it. You're doing it because you want to make a name for yourself. You want to be well known for that. Stuff. Um I'm sure I'm sure you know the people in the World First Guilds I don't doubt that they enjoy doing this stuff, but I also would say that it's uh, naive to say that they're not only, that they're only doing it because they like doing it, and not because they want to be known as those guys who are always winning.
1: Fair enough. And uh, Dazzler in our chat room is actually pointing out there is an article that indicates that. Um, Abuse of some of the new mechanics for classic may invalidate that world first. Yeah, um, I think
0: he he was getting a friend to invite him to a group so the the mobs would reset.
1: That definitely wouldn't be would be an abuse.
0: Yep. Abuse, creative use of game mechanics. Either way, it's a little fishy. Definitely not fishy. It's not. That's not fishy. We know exactly what he did. Um, this. I don't know the right word. It just doesn't sit right with me. Mm-hmm. But like, I and, yeah, I, I don't know what to think about that honestly.
1: Well, we'll have to wait and see what Blizzard says about that. Yeah.
0: Well, if the if the if this guy doesn't def, it doesn't fact keep his level sixty, he has a reward to look forward to in retail that is if this removed post from the brazilian world of warcraft page turns out to be a legit thing so um one one thing that was posted to the brazilian world of warcraft page uh that has since been removed as of about 5 30 pacific time today uh, that you get a free level 110 boost and the Battle for Azeroth expansion once you hit level 16 Classic. Now again, this has been removed. Um, I have I don't believe I've seen any other commentary about this, but um, but hey, that's cool. I mean, Blizzard would be foolish to not attempt to. Convert some of the people who came back for Classic to playing Retail WoW again. So, if this turns out to be true and it turns out to be something that they eventually do, then I would not be at all surprised. But, like I said, the the post has, been, has since been removed, so there's... And uh, I have, we haven't been able to find any commentary on it but outside of this, so... Uh, yeah, you potentially have a reward to look forward to if you hit sixty. That's exciting.
2: Free stuff nice. is always
0: exciting. I don't know what I'd use a one ten boost on.
3: I, I I've I've got a character I'm toying with, uh, playing some, so I wouldn't mind a one ten. It. On one hand, I actually like the leveling experience in WoW. I have a lot of fun leveling. I love seeing the storylines, the different zones. I just, I've always enjoyed it. But, you know, there's only so many hours in a day. So a free 110 boost would be quite nice.
0: I think I'd probably use it on my Demon Hunter. Uh, But that feels, it also feels like a waste because my Demon Hunter is just above 100.
3: Yeah, that's kind of a waste. Don't, don't be that guy.
0: But at the same time, like the class that I'm interested in, already at 110. I have my druid my priest, my shaman, my monk I don't know what other, war, what other warrior what other <laughs> character I would boost to 110 Like I want to play the paladin properly eventually
1: I like free stuff but I don't get this so it's
0: fine free stuff is always good
1: uh, I mean, I can young. definitely think some things that are not good when they're even if they're free, but yeah, in general.
3: <laughs> so what you're saying is you have no desire to go kill Ragnaros? Any Tension?
1: No. Sure. And if I do, it will just be, you know.
3: Well, let's go to Firelands
0: and kill Rag.
3: Yeah, <laughs> uh, I'll lose all of them. It's fine. Well, it definitely wouldn't be the world first because apparently that's also already been done. We have a world first for Ragnaros and Anixia on Classic by a guild called Apes, but specifically all caps. So it's like Apes <laughs> on Gehenna's EU server, which is really crazy to me. And. If you consider the fact that the original world first kill of Ragnaros took 154 days after the initial release of the raid. Classic just came out. People got to 60. Like enough people to fill a raid. And they already downed Ragnaros and Anixia.
0: You know, it's almost like we have 13 years of experience with this boss. And we know exactly and that's what he definitely does. <laughs>
3: part of it. Like so Ragnaros, all of, you know, his bosses before him. <clears throat> we we've seen it, we've done it, we know the mechanics. People have been playing this game for so many years. There's more people with more rate of awareness. So it makes sense. I, I didn't expect them to be as much of a fight. But I also expect it to be a little more of a fight. Yeah, Chris and Chris Chad is bringing up uh, seeing how long it takes to clear a- AQ40 and Original Nax. I'm curious about that too, when those come out. That will definitely be interesting. Like, I'm curious just to see the whole opening of the gates of Anchorage in general, let alone how long it's going to take to clear AQ40.
0: Yeah, I mean, Honestly, I'm not expecting any of these raids to take particularly long to clear, because as I said, like we have 15 years of experience killing all of these bosses
3: oh i totally agree totally yeah. totally agree like i did not expect that at all but like i didn't expect it to be a challenge it's just the fact yeah. that that many people are already 60 yeah to fill up a raid and then beat that raid like just
0: like all these all these world firsts are gonna be at this point is just who's gonna get to it the fastest and have good luck with their gear in terms of getting the proper stuff. And even then, like, they, they might be able to overcome that. Who knows? Yeah? But was six, six days for Rag, and what was it for Anixia? Anixia was like the next day,
3: wasn't it? I think it was six days for each i don't actually know to be honest
0: okay so let's see this twitch clip for nixia was two days ago this twitch clip for rag was also also same day
3: yeah that's what i thought
0: yeah you you gotta kind of feel for method though they had that whole (laughs) world first event in vegas
3: yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, they didn't do it.
1: <laughs> I guess they were too slow.
0: Uh, that's not something you hear very often.
1: Not really. I, I, th- th- this world first race for the raids definitely in- intrigues me. Uh, the, the vast difference between how long it took before to, ver- to towards now, the fact that it was only like, two or three days between the, f- the first 60 and Downing Rag, um, that's crazy. And... It's definitely a mix of experience and strategy and, and, and the fact that these raids have been around for so long that there's definitely lots of opportunity to practice these raids now. Um, and yeah. And get those... The, like I'm confident these guilds probably spent at least a little while doing some runs through. Maybe they level up some characters... 260, locked them at 60, and did raids that way. Um, I'd be very curious to see what what process and what strategy went into getting themselves prepared for this run. Um, But, yeah, experience and, and knowing your teammates definitely probably helped a lot. Whereas back then, we didn't have a lot of that level of coordination. Like, there wasn't hardcore guilds that had run for 15 years together or 10 years together.
0: Um, yeah, he, didn't, he did not have professional raiders.
1: No, no. Uh, hardcore raiders back then were people who just raided after work. And they they, they didn't have studios and sponsorships and stuff. I mean, I remember, I think it was Wrath when I first heard of the first guild that basically had a person who was paying wages to them for them to raid. Uh, and that... Blew my mind when I first heard it. Right. So yeah, definitely a very interesting situation there.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. The idea behind these, like, I get. I it's the same thing with the level sixty guy. I get it. I know why you were doing it. Um, but uh, like, I I, I don't know. I I guess it's just not as impressive to me as it, as as a uh, world first in retail would be i mean don't get me wrong it's still impressive that they were able to get that many people get them the right gear and do it but like it was kind of an eh thing for me like oh cool it happened
1: yeah um chris Izzy is as asking is blackwing lair live in classic yet no blackwing lair is in phase three Classic launch uh, only has Molten Core, Onyxia, and Maradon as the content available. Phase 2 will be Dire Maul, Aziragos, and Kazakh. Phase 3, Blackwing Lair, Darkmoon Fair, Darkmoon Dex begin dropping. Uh, phase 4 is up and the Green Dragons. Phase 5 is AQ, uh, as well as the .5 tier sets, uh, Relics, drop rates, and location changes. And Phase 6 is Naxx and Scourge Invasion. Um, so what we're looking for when, when, when should we expect to see... Oh, phase four should be when we see the plague hit uh, all the cities again, right?
0: Mm-hmm. I don't even know when it happened the first time, honestly. Maybe? It was in Zongarub, so...
3: Yeah? Okay. I mean, I doubt it's gonna, you know... I mean, it depends on how much Blizzard's going to keep to Classic. Like, if they I, want I totally, the authentic...
1: I want them to have at least one day when it first hits... Of of just that bug intentionally being brought in and then perfect. Be, be
3: a weekend, yeah, a weekend. Just where people play. Like, honestly, I want to. I want to experience it. I I legitimately want to experience it.
0: So, we talked about this a little bit in the pre-show, and uh, I kind of want to bring the, that discussion again to like the recorded show because I feel like it's a, like it's a question that a lot of people are having at can't, this point. Can't get over the past, jeez. Good. ahead. But I feel like it's a question that, I feel like this is something that a lot of people are wondering at this point, especially considering how fast people blitz through this content. Like, um... The, the, the WoW Classic team has said that they're going to release um... Like, they, we don't have a set schedule for these phases. They're going to release them when they feel it's appropriate. Um my question to you guys is, based on what we're seeing right now, how how long do you think it'll be before we see the next phase of content? That's
3: a uh, good question.
1: Well, before BlizzCon, I'm thinking mid-October. At latest. I think six weeks on phase one, roughly. At, at, the, at the latest. I, I'm thinking more four weeks. Um, because there's a lot of people who are burning through content.
0: Well, I mean, I think I think there there are a lot of people publicly bringing through content, right? Because you know, we we're seeing all these people streaming on Twitch and all that other stuff. Also, With keep most in other mind
3: other people I know are like in their twenties. Yeah. Okay. Also, but... keep in
0: mind. Also, also just keep in mind that people took time off.
3: True. Um, I do
1: think that th- in early days of WoW, the the developers definitely pushed back at people who burned through content, and then complained and whined that there was no content. I've ranted many times on that in those early days and applauded Blizzard for ignoring them. They are much more attentive to those complaints now, and I think that will cause them to advance that content schedule a lot quicker than they planned to, initially.
0: I, I, de- I would definitely agree that they're definitely more attentive to those kind of complaints. Hell, those complaints are the reason we have web classic in the first place um i i however don't think they're going to blitz that content for the sake of uh for for the sake of that just because um and this is again something that we've talked about um there's not a lot of longevity for this kind of content once they get to the end like that'll be it I feel like they're going to want to drag this out and stretch out this content for as long as possible. Uh, because at least the way I'm going to be approaching this is, this is going to be something like in an event where eventually I'm going to be playing it when there's a lack of content for me to play in retail. And, and I'll be going back to that to that. And if they're listening through all the content, I'll like I'll fill up behind sure um but i don't know I, I i feel like i feel like six weeks is way too short of a time frame i'd say so it launched two weeks ago right or not two weeks ago last week that would have been third week of august uh i probably put it in after at two weeks after blizzcon before the events in phases What about you, Ellie?
3: My original thought was going to be that, kind of like how you were saying, that a lot of people are publicly rushing through it. You know, a lot of the streamers and stuff, whereas a lot of everyone else is in their 10s and 20s. And while there are some people that are deciding that this is going to be their main game, they're going to be all about classic, they have been all about classic, there are a lot of people like you and me, Tosti, who are just going to dabble and do it here and there when when the mood hits us, you know? So I thought that the first phase originally, I was thinking maybe about 10 weeks.
0: So 10 weeks would put us the, the launch on the 26th. So one, two, three, four, eight. But so that put us uh, right after BlizzCon
3: weekend. Yeah. Which I mean, it's about right, but at the same time I also wasn't expecting you know, raids to already be cleared and you know, a lot, a lot of these people are already at level 60. I thought we'd have at least another week.
0: Fair. Okay, yeah. So based on all that, do you like? Do you want to adjust that
3: estimate? That's what I'm trying to figure out. <laughs> I can see because it's hard. Because on one hand, there are going to be people that are going to be you know pushing and begging for the next phase, but Blizzard has said all along that they are going to look at the general populace and see where everyone is at. Right. And they'll put out the next phase when they can justify doing so. So I don't know if they're going to push it to cater to the people who rush through the content, or if they're going to not push it and just encourage people to like play longer, go do some alts, get your professions up, blah blah blah.
1: Hey, go um, use that battle battle for Azeroth we gave you to go play something in retail.
3: Yeah, you know I'm just I'm gonna I'm gonna stick to my original and I'm gonna say ten weeks. I'm probably wrong, but I'm going to stick with it.
1: Let me propose something else. I believe that there is a team within Blizzard that is already looking at Burning Crusade Classic. And that we will have an announcement in spring, and not end of spring, next year for a release within a year of this expansion of WoW Classic launching.
3: I have mixed emotions about classic burning crusade i i started in burning crusade and a lot of that content is still there you can go do it whereas a lot of classic has changed because of cataclysm but
1: i mean now, the the, the playstyle, the the talents the the way classes play is different that's though. true
3: that that part of it is true yes that part of it is definitely true and of course i say all this knowing full well that of down the road that gets me a classic wrath then I am all for it because I will play the crap out of that oh, so. give me
0: give
1: me classic wrath now <laughs> so what you're saying Allie is that you want to be able to run two times every week for every character against uh, Arthas to get them out
3: no no like I would only want Arthas like I would want Invincible only in live or retail or whatever we're calling it now I I don't need it in both. Like my my original tunes need it.
1: <laughs> so what if but, you got it in classic but not in original?
0: Cry
3: so my, much, crying. My soul would die. It just would like wither away. My my name in the Discord is Zombie Pirate Queen Alley. It'd be like some other withered, de- decaying Zombie Pirate Queen Alley. <laughs> I'm just going to keep adding names to it. Anyways, um, all that to say is if Burning Crusade getting a classic version or whatever gets me Wrath, then fine. Bring it. It's a means to an end for me.
0: Like. I don't. I don't. I don't think you're wrong, Medros. I think they're going to look at the. Su- I think they're going to look at the success that Wild Classic has has had. Oh, there was something public. There was something put out earlier today, um, that's uh, based on based on the success of Wild Classic that Blizzard's stock just rolled. Yeah. By but uh, sorry, they're foreseeing a potential stock price growth, and I believe it's already raised by a decent chunk since WoW. Wild- classics release so seeing all that is definitely going to put put them uh, put that idea further into their head uh, but at the same providing time, that experience
3: right but at the same time Blizzard is fully aware and we'll talk about this in, in a little bit in one of my one of my articles but they are fully aware that the number of players will drop the shine will wear off yeah and I think that is that sweet spot that will tell them if there is truly enough interest to go ahead and go forward with a Burning Crusade version. Because if they base it off the numbers now and then half those people drop.
1: So the, the stock price for Activision Blizzard uh, on the 26th at 4 p.m., was $48.69. It is nice. currently $50.60. So it's gone up by about 2 bucks. At its peak since then, it was at $52. So it did gain a lot uh, between then and Tuesday morning. But then it's kind of been the usual roller coaster ride since then. But Wild Classic very clearly did have an effect on Blizzard, Activision Blizzard's stock price.
0: Oh yeah, and I'm and I'm sure we will. We're not going to see that. We're not going to see the long term effects of that until, um, those uh, end of year numbers come out. When um. We see... Well, the
1: next uh, the next earnings call should give us a, an indication on this. Or side. or yeah,
0: e- yeah, even that. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, I forgot that we're just now in the entering third quarter. So yeah, yeah. like we were. They they launched this
1: literally the perfect time because this is right, ender, right end right at the end of quarter three, so in November. uh Sorry,
0: oh no, quarter three. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, Never
1: mind. sorry. Um, sorry. No, yeah, actually, yeah, and in quarter three, so in November when they do their um, earnings call, it'll re- be reflected there the effect this had on their subscription numbers and such for Blizzard. Oh
0: okay, yeah, and I'm, and. And I am sure that it was not an insignificant impact. Just based on all the buzz that we've seen. I mean hell. World of the Warcraft at one point last week had a million people watching it? When's the last thing you saw WoW have that many people watching on Twitter? Yeah, it's a fair point. There's there, like there has been a lot of exposure for a while. Indeed. Um
1: I, I, let me get, let me make a few other predictions and I'm sure these will come back and bite me in the ass later I think that Burning Creasy classic will be a transfer of a character from vanilla classic servers to a BC classic server and then eventually to a, War, a Wrath classic server and then I think at that point those servers will be reset so at some point, I think they will have a, a plan of, okay, we will be running this server progressively for X amount of time, and then it will reset to level one.
3: I think you'd have a lot of really unhappy players if you did that, though. Um, <laughs> but
1: you don't lose your character. Your character has moved on to the, to the Burning Crusade servers. And at that point, you can either lock your character... And just play the classic stuff like you like, but with the Burning Crusade con uh, structure, or you continue on to the Burning Crusade content again with the but same are, requirements.
3: But what about alts that are, you know, level thirty or something?
1: That you, that you can still move those on to the Burning Crusade server. And they can still play the level thirty content. Uh, I gotcha. Like basically, you're just you're you're with without removing the servers, they're basically making you move to the next one. You can still play your 30 level 30 player, but it's as if Burning Crusade expansion happened. any changes to spells and all that stuff are, are there. Um, or they just um, freeze the server at that point and launch another. Like I think the classic experience or classic experiment, if it is this successful, if it maintains the success long term, um, I, I, if the tail, so to speak, is long on this then I can see them um, restarting the experiment over and over again that's just my, my opinion, or my theory um, I, I don't know what kind of tail it has on this but Blizzard is smart They, if they see that there is uh, potential for a, a long-term investment by people who had given up on the game they will keep it going
0: Now, what I think they could end up doing is what they've is what EverQuest. And I've talked about this a little bit before. EverQuest has something called uh, progression servers, where over time, they, it'll unlock um, different expansions of content. Uh, I believe they even have something where the players can vote on whether or not um, that server progresses to that next level of content. Now, I don't. I'm not familiar with um, the resetting thing. I'm sure that. I I feel like in the scenario like that, eventually that, that would happen. I'm just not hundred percent on how EverQuest uh approaches that. Um I'm just on the website. Now it looks like there are eight different progression servers. And they and they all progress at different rates through the expansion. So one one of them looks like it unlocks after four weeks. Some of them it unlocks after twelve. And other ones it's varied. So if if this experiment with wild classic becomes successful um i could see blizzard taking a shot at uh doing something similar to what EverQuest did. i mean that's the reason everquest is an old af game and like those servers are still up and running hell one, two of these servers opened in the past year for EverQuest. March 16th, 2019. When the last two progression servers on EverQuest were open. And they, yeah, so they've got eight of them total. So if, if this is successful, I see Blizzard doing something very similar to what EverQuest did. Because clearly it works.
3: That'll be interesting, that's for sure. See how it all plays out.
1: Yeah, it, it definitely very interesting to see how Blizzard is going to continue with this and see how things are going to go. I mean, Blizzard clearly wanted to approach Classic conservatively, and to their detriment to, to a degree, uh, Classic fell to the same issues that vanilla did in that they didn't have enough servers they weren't prepared for the demand but i feel like this time they were unprepared by trying to outthink the problem not unprepared because they weren't expecting the demand like original wow the issue was that they didn't expect the quantity of demand Players they didn't expect that many players to be wanting to get in day one, and at one point they even had to stop selling the game, which is crazy. Like a video game company who basically said, "Take our game off your shelves now." Crazy. It was shocking to re- to to learn that back in the day, and when people were reporting like they could not find WoW anywhere in their sit- in their towns, in their cities, it was a mind blowing thing to consider, but now i think blizzard tried to avoid making too many servers to avoid the issues that will happen or they expect to happen when those servers or if those servers eventually suffered from a drastic drop in player base so i'm very curious to see wow classic in two months and six months and nine months and see what those player bases look like, what those server queues look like, if there are any, and what the communities are like. Because Blizzard tried and worked very hard for a very long time to avoid having to do anything that looked like a server merge. And I think that they tried to resist the need to add too many servers, expecting that players who are in there for Classic would be there for a very short time and then eventually leave. And I think they're trying to avoid, even now, creating too many servers that will then be virtual deserts of a lack of player base when people grow tired of the hype and tired of the shiny new thing. So I'm very curious to see what will happen in development of Classic and what will happen to the player base in Classic in different stages along the way.
0: Well, only time is going to tell. Indeed. Indeed.
1: All right. Time to move on to the next topic.
3: I lost track of where we are.
1: I think we're on my next topic.
3: Yes, we are.
1: that's what I thought I'm like yeah you're right I don't quite I'm not quite sure but I think we're here Um, so speaking of realms and and such um, Blizzard made a few hotfix changes to the Wild Classic servers and they basically increased the number of players that can simultaneously be logged in and playing on a specific realm at a a single time Um, that's called concurrent users and basically, they felt like their hardware wasn't being pushed to its, heart, to its maximum. They weren't seeing the number of connections that would, would strain the servers. So they felt that they could add more uh, to it without affecting performance. Uh, because performance is always the big metric of, we don't want you to get logged in and then be walking for five minutes and have gone three, feet, three steps. Uh, that is a very unfulfilling gameplay experience so basically they've increased the number of people who can be logged in, the result will be a smaller queue for very large realms like Fairlina and Herod and other realms will no longer have queues at all I don't know if this has had an effect, but I have seen a lot more people who said that they tried to log in tonight and they didn't have any queues at all so I think that had a very good effect on a lot of players Um, What do you guys noticed?
0: Uh, I only have a half hour queue into Pagel. Or not Pagel, into Mancrack instead of two and a half hours.
3: I was going to say my Pagel queue was about an hour. I also, the other day, like, so, you know, when I was doing those tunes on Pagel, uh, some of my guildies last minute decided to tell me, like, oh, hey, Allie, we're going to go do some tunes on this server, which... I didn't know they were going to play at all, so I'm like, oh. Okay. So I went and started one on uh, Westfall, and there was no queue. It said it was high population, but there was no queue. So... And also, Friday when I went, there was a 20-minute queue? Friday night? And... I watched that jump around from, like, 20 to, no, it was actually more like half hour, 45 minutes, but I started early. Anyways, I watched the time jump around from, like, 20 to 11 minutes and then back up to 20. And there's another time it went from, I think it was, like, 15 to 9 to 13 and then back up to 15. So that's been really interesting to watch, like, the estimated time jump around like that, too.
1: Yeah, I, as, as long as there's improvements um, for at least the short term, then I'm sure Blizzard's happy with the thing, the numbers, and you know they'll watch the they'll watch the um, performance. So,
3: well, and our next topic actually kind of lends itself nicely to that because a lot of people have been expressing that they're confused because a server that's being listed as a medium population would still have a you 900 know, person 8 minute queue even though it just says medium population. And so Blizzard has actually explained that the way the server populations display right now is that they're listed as high, medium, or low on a dynamic scale. And it's kind of relative to the most crowded realms. And so your realm might still have a good amount of people in a queue, but it may still, for example, have less than a Feralina or a Herod or whatever it may be. They also explained kind of their mentality with all of these realms and the server queues and everything because... It's understanding that there are a lot of people who are really frustrated with these cues right now. Personally, I still have a conspiracy theory that they put that in on purpose to create the classic you know, vanilla experience. But what Blizzard is explaining that they are having to look at the big picture. They have to look at the long-term health of realm communities and find that sweet spot between... Being able to very quickly add in additional realms as needed based on interest, but also not having too much because if they came out with too many servers, you know, weeks and months down the line, then they'd have to solve that problem of, you know, like you were mentioning Medros with combining the servers or, you know, maybe even offering free character transfers and stuff. Because, I mean, that might solve a temporary problem, but by the same token, you're messing up, you know, realm communities and guilds and all of that. So they've had to kind of find that sweet spot because they're in this for the long haul. And they are fully aware that there is a chunk of the player base who will stop playing, who are going to fade away from Classic. And so they have to, you know, balance between taking care of the hype that's going on now but also taking care of the long term players who are sticking around
1: yeah I want to say one thing Um, if anybody from Blizzard is listening I vote a promotion for whoever's coming up with the names for your servers for Classic because man they are knocking out of the ballpark some of these names are hilarious.
0: Old Blanche is the best server name, don't
1: Old at me. Old is
3: pretty awesome.
1: I don't know, Demon Delight and Thunderfear are pretty good too.
3: Like they've they've added twenty realms since launch. And they definitely have come up with some fantastic names.
1: I will say yeah. I would never ever 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 log on. To Thunder Fury without immediately turning off of every public channel that is possible. Because <laughs> you know that general chat is just full of Thunder Fury references.
0: Man, I think that's the only reason I'd go on there to look at the general chat.
1: <laughs> but I don't want to see all of that.
3: No. Dazzledorn saying that they're already spamming it in Pagel, which, I mean, that's just one of those things. You know, just like there's gonna be the Murloc jokes, so there's gonna be the Chris the Chris, wow, the Chuck Norris jokes, like they're already happening, it's part of the experience. Yep.
0: <laughs> yep, yeah. yeah. Chuck Norris, Murloc, the the less the 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 um the less than wholesome linker achievement plus word I'm not gonna say joke think <laughs> like, that's just part of wow, man. Although it's going to be, you know. I, yeah, I, I don't I don't I don't doubt that Medros would be correct in saying that on certain servers given their name it'll be a little worse than others.
1: Like I, I know Deviant Delight is a food in classic, totally great, get that, but that's that's quite a name for a realm.
3: Is it an RP server?
1: Uh PvP, I believe. Let me check though. Actually, I actually had to go a few pages into uh, MO Champion to find that name of that when, when that was released. Um, let's see here. It is RP PvP. So it is an RP <laughs> server. All right. Yep. All right. Not Just not going there. Not not going there at all.
3: Yeah, we should just move on. Yep.
1: Yeah, let's go. Let's, let's, let's just change topics <laughs> now.
0: All right. Well, let's get away from our classic stuff. And we'll We'll talk about. We'll talk about some stuff that's happening outside of the game so um as as we all as, as some of us are aware the blizzcon uh pass transfer deadline recently passed but they decided to extend it so if if you are um if you, if you currently have an excess of blizzcon tickets you have you now have until the 15th to facilitate any sales and then trade and then uh yeah trade change the names on those tickets so that you don't have to meet up with that person at blizzcon perhaps um if like and you know like hopefully you're not out of town from out of town because that would also suck it's just a whole bunch of things that's gonna cost you to transfer that ticket but anyway yeah september 15th so 13 days from this recording You have until then to uh, complete any of your sales or trades for your BlizzCon tickets. And just a reminder that BlizzCon is currently 60 days away.
2: I'm so excited.
0: Is indeed.
1: All right, so um, I I saw this mentioned on another uh, YouTube thing I was watching. And normally I try to avoid these conversations because in general there are certain parts of our world that uh, follow copyright and trademark a little more loosely than others. But there's a game company uh, that Blizzard had to sue recently because they, they lifted a few things from from World of Warcraft Um, such as one of the characters name was Stormwind King another was named Jaina Proudmoore one was a rogue named Vanessa Um, basically huge ripoffs of of World of Warcraft basically
0: that is not a small amount they are suing for either 150,000 per infringed work what what yeah. qualifies as an infringed work? Is it per character? Yeah, because because per, wow, per, per
1: <laughs> character, per piece of art, um, per title, per name. Like, there's a lot of things that are going to be like this is gonna be a massive suit. Um, the game was called Glorious Saga, and it literally stole like full on names of characters um, in incredible ways
3: they stole varian's face scar look at that picture
1: yes Yep.
3: the freaking face scar they should sue for the face scar
1: um basically the suit basically says every monster creature animal and vehicle in the infringing game was copied from war from the warcraft games weapons amulets and other objects were taken straight from the warcraft games without pretense audio cues and sound effects from warcraft games were reproduced for the infringing game Wow. Um, Blizzard Lord is also one of the glorious Sega's mobile icon, which recreates the cover of Battle for Azeroth, the cover, expansion cover itself, a throwback to the original Warcraft, Orcs, and Humans. Both images feature a human and an orc-like character, eye-to-eye, and snarling. So, yeah. It, it's pretty significant. Um, a, a representative of uh, the company that was sued said um, that all servers will be closed, and... Um, they, they cited irresistible reasons for the closure but did not mention the lawsuit so uh, the game did go offline on August 29th a few days or a few hours after the, su- the suit was brought
2: uh,
0: yeah it's, it's, it's almost like that that particular portion of, of that particular region of the world cares very little for IP law
1: yeah yeah something yeah. like that um like I just tell this another tell's video they actually had Images from the from the game, and they compared them to the Warcraft ones, and it's like, like literally, whole cloth rip off of WoW, like just whole complete thing. But it proved that it's possible to have a MMO type game in a, a mobile environment. So you never know. So what if there's any companies out there looking to, to go mobile with any other titles they may have in their library.
0: But what if we don't have phones?
1: Well, then I guess you just can't play, or have an authenticator,
0: or have an authenticator.
1: Oh uh, rip! <laughs> yep. I'm
0: kidding. I have a phone.
3: No. Really? really? I didn't notice.
1: I didn't. I didn't notice. All right, that is it for our news. But yeah, definitely good on Blizzard for assuming on that one.
0: Yep. All right,
1: well, Dazzler. Hold on, Dazzler. I want, I, I want proof of that that stat because that that's quite a strange stat. We'll, we'll talk about that later, though. Yes, yeah, so let's talk about our next sponsor.
0: <laughs> All right, so our second sponsor, as usual, are the great folks over at Audible. You can get a free audiobook download at bitly Books 2019 That's bitly Books 2019 Now over two hundred thousand titles to choose from for your iPod or MP3 player. Today, we're going to take a look at the Magician
2: series with the first series of the book, The Magicians. Let's have a listen. A mental meter in his brain was totting up the damage that his absence would be wreaking at home in Brooklyn. So far, it was still within acceptable limits. He made himself as presentable as possible in his day-old, slept-in interview suit and walked downstairs. The place was completely deserted. He hadn't expected a formal reception, exactly, but he had to wander around for twenty minutes through empty hallways and drawing rooms and classrooms and out onto terraces before the white-gloved butler who'd served him his sandwich yesterday finally found him and deposited him in the dean's office which was surprisingly small and mostly taken up by a presidential desk the size of a panzer tank. The walls were lined with an assortment of books and old-looking brass instruments. The dean arrived a minute later wearing a light green linen suit and a yellow tie. He was brusque and peppy and showed no sign of embarrassment or any other emotion relating to the scene the night before. He had already had breakfast, Fogg explained, but Quentin would eat while they talked. So once again, that was The Magicians, written by Lev Grossman and
0: narrated by Mark Bramall. You can find that and over 200,000 titles over at bit.ly slash atabooks2019. And we thank Audible for their support of the show. Alright, so our question of the week for last week was... What did you do while waiting to defeat the q boss wookie bh says played retail and the key q- until the Q went away yep legit zephyr says log out and go play the new season of diablo also very legit
3: <laughs> co mikey 84 says dishes lots of effing dishes frazzly says i played a few games like stardew valley got my farm up to a good level and found a mine and joined an adventurer's guild
1: Bandad says, "I changed and fed babies. Also, I missed on that time when I actually slept. Missed the wonderful Blizzard games, video games I used to play. I miss you all." Cool. Elina se- says, "What did I do, or what am I doing?" Curly realm is a thirty minute, thirty one minute wait down for about seventy five minutes earlier. Well, I just made dinner. The additions did dishes, straightened up the kitchen. I may go watch TV for a bit. Also, I'll be making popcorn later, and then the popcorn icon twice.
3: You know, really, so not only is my conspiracy theory that Blizzard is actively giving us these cues just so we really have the vanilla experience, but now I think it's so they can encourage us to take care of our adulting things, like all that stuff.
2: And apparently yeah. we play
0: Stardew Valley. <laughs> we,
1: we really did care about the adulting stuff back in or 2004. Not at all. 2004, in? I wasn't,
0: in 2004, I wasn't even an adult. I was 17 years old. <laughs> you weren't
1: adulting very, well, very much back then.
0: I think I was adulting better actually. <laughs> Cuz you were in cadets kid- <laughs> still. Well yeah, and like I had to ma- I had to actually manage my money because like we didn't have a lot of money growing up. So yeah. I think yeah, I think I was doing a better job back then. Now, I just spend my money like whenever I have it. Like, oh, look at that. I got paid. Time to buy a couple jerseys.
1: <laughs> Fair enough.
3: Oh, toasty.
1: All right. Well, next week's question is We're over a week into Classic. How are you feeling about the experience so far? I'm feeling great about it.
0: Um, I think I feel like I've answered that pretty succinctly at this point. I'm having a lot of fun with the uh, very casual way I'm approaching it and just just enjoying the scenery
3: yeah it's i'm having fun slowing down and just enjoying the game not rushing not feeling like i need to you know quickly gear up my tank or my healer so i can do stuff for my guild or whatever just chilling just playing
0: it's funny that it took a version of well where the Pandaren are no longer, a th- or where the Pandaren are not a thing, <laughs> for us to take their advice and slow down. Slow
3: down. Make it easy.
0: <laughs> I'm looking forward to hearing everybody else's answers. I think that this could be inter- This could be one of the interesting ones. I think.
3: And they will be promptly posted in the Discord on Thursday.
0: Which, which will which will prompt Medros to tweet Indeed. on Thursday, and and I will properly review the Twitter account on Thursday and the Discord channel on Thursday to ensure that both have happened. We will right. definitely not realize that until we will definitely not forget about it and not realize it until Monday night.
3: Uh huh. Hey, it was like Monday morning or afternoon, afternoon. Or whenever Prize yeah. messaged me.
1: All right, time for shoutouts. How are you, Ali?
3: My shout-out is to anyone in Classic who has gone to the Newbie Zones and have just shown kindness. I personally saw one person go to Ellen Forest, to you know, North Shore Abbey, like Newbie Newbie Zone, and just offer bags for free. You know, there's like, just hit trade, free bags for you. I was like, I whispered to them, and I was, I was, like, really? I'm like, yeah, free? Yeah. And he gave me three bags. Like, he gave my friend two bags. It's not the first story I've heard about that too. Like I've heard others giving out bags, you know, giving buffs. You know, they're they're high level characters, but they're taking the time to come down and help out the newer players. And that kind of kindness. Even though it's being shown, you know, in a digital world, you know, when you go and look at the horrible things happening in the news, like that kind of kindness shows that there are still good people and goodness in this world. And those little actions go a long way. So shout out to all of you. Just awesome people helping out all the newbies.
0: Man, those going to be mine.
3: <laughs> was it really? <laughs> yeah, actually. Um, <laughs> Reword it. Go.
0: Well, um, I, w- I was actually specifically gonna shout out the guy Terrence Gregory was tweeting about. When I retweeted earlier. This um, it was bad guy.
3: That.
0: Yeah, he retweeted a story about bad guy. It was a guy. It was some guy in uh, Duratar Where he was hanging an organ bar, just giving bags out to everybody, and he left for a little bit to the um, to the other city in Duratar. And handed out bags there, uh, but another guy tried to take his place in Orgrimmar, and 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 people like rebutted him. He's like, "No, you're not bad guy. You're just an imposter." <laughs> and when bad guy came back, you know, there, there was there was much rejoicing, and of course, many bags handed out. <laughs> but yeah, but also like the same thing, like. Like shout out to all those people who are just running around and like giving a random hand to people who are obviously going to die. Um in their questing around that happened to me a couple times on stream today, actually. It's very close to death, and I'm like, wait a minute, why am I healing? I don't have a healing ability. And then I saw a druid running by, like, oh. Thanks, buddy. And then he also then he also mark of the wild did me. Aww. And then some hunter, like I was also very obviously going to die, because let's face it, I'm a retail warrior and I over pull. <laughs> and, <laughs> and and he helped me kill my guy before before I died. It's those little interactions that are that, that I think are, um, are fantastic. My classic. WoW, you don't see those in retail anymore, not often anyway. Yeah.
1: Uh, My shout out is going to be to all of those who did not flee to Classic and were still playing retail and thus helped me not pull my hair out while trying to complete rep on Mechagon due to the (laughs) lack of people killing elites uh, or rare mobs. Um, And and a a hopeful future shout out to Rust Feather that will hopefully give me a mount soon because I'd really like one.
0: Uh I would like that. Oh, I want that mount so bad. The, The. I I, I've, I think I've given up on, like, I've preemptively given up on the meta achievement for Mechagon, because there's so much. But Rustfeather gives a recolor of that mount, so, so give it to me, Rustfeather. Just, just, just do it. I, it
1: I, I've killed that rare mob nine times now, and I'm still, still not ever gotten one, so. But I understand that I'm very early in that quest, so.
0: So, um, my, on my first kill Rust Feather, somebody, I mean, this is the internet, so, like, they might have lied. Somebody claimed to have had their first kill Rust Feather when he got his mount.
1: I was
3: very about How like to kill them?
0: I should have noted that. But I'm like what's the point? I can't take his mount from him or her mount. No, just kill him repeatedly. That's all you need to do. Uh, I think that, I'm pretty sure they were alliance. So I can't. <sighs> well I've got hordies, so it's good. It's all good.
1: But yeah. Yeah, but um, you um, at
0: the PvP. Then uh, you're not gonna do that. This is
1: true, because I suck. <laughs> uh, and they're all they're both, neither of them are even one twenty yet, so. That should be the next one, I think. Maybe. We'll see. But yes, um, so that's my shout-out, and uh, yeah, um, that was awesome. So I guess that's about it, and uh, I guess we'll do our uh, outro.
3: If you'd like to reach us by voicemail, call one seven eight ata wow 5 or 1-785-282-9695. You can send emails to show at allthingsazeroth.com. If you like what we do here, check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash allthingsaz. Join our Battle.net group at bit.ly slash bnetata and our Discord at bit.ly slash ata discord, which is where we record every Monday night at 8 p.m. Central. You can find us on Twitter at allthingsaz, at medros, at Fandeth, at Toasty Posty Can, at Aleanders K, and at Dawnforge. And please check out the other shows from Dawnforge Productions, including Group Quest, Shattered Soulstone, More of the Megapixels, and Across the Hooniverse.
1: And we'll be back next week. In the meantime, take care, happy hunting, and we'll see you on the other side of Zoom Zoom.
0: Yeah, I can't wait for Burning Crusade Classic because I want to claim World for 69.
1: <laughs> this podcast brought to you by Dawn Forge Productions, copyright twenty nineteen. Get more
2: at the Dawnforge.com.